0: For health and fitness podcasts we are two crossfit coaches shona denovan and chris motta this podcast is for unit four members anyone who is interested in crossfit training and nutrition and if you've got any questions for us or topics you'd like us to discuss you can message us on instagram at u 4 health and fitness hope you enjoy Hello Chris, how are you doing?
1: I am amazing, Shona, I've already had two coffees and I am raring to go.
0: That is awesome. I have also had a large coffee from McDonald's and it was wonderful.
1: Their coffee um, is so under, underrated, so good. I
0: know, do you know, it's same with Greg's. <laughs> I love You're a, a Greg's coffee, <laughs> I love a McDonald's coffee and um, I mean... I was, I was sort of buying one from Costa or Starbucks every day and it's like £4 That's of coffee good. with yeah. all the extra stuff that I get added to it,
1: Yeah. like
0: my oat milks and my syrups and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but so you do know, you just can't be a standard <laughs> coffee from Greg's. Yeah. So um, right, so we've not recorded the podcast in a couple of weeks, but we've been so busy at the gym and... Uh, We're back and today we're going to talk all about um, CrossFit uh, Unit 4 programming. So Chris does all the programming at Unit 4 and he is very, very good at it. That's why we asked him to do it. Um, You you do programming for other gyms as well, don't you?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so in the past I have run a business programming for other CrossFit affiliates. At one point I think we had somewhere between five and ten people or gym, sorry all around the world doing our programming and we wrote lesson plans for them that I now write for the coaches in gym. Um, I also actually used to teach a course for CrossFit programming for a coaching mentoring company based in the US so I coached that for a couple of years as well.
0: And you have programmed for JST?
1: Yeah we, uh, we do some we call session prep basically like their warm-ups and cool-downs and accessory work for they're competitive athletes
0: that's kind of a big deal isn't it a lot
1: <laughs> do quite, quite a, I mean like <laughs> do quite a lot.
0: if you look up GST if you don't know what GST is it's like a gym down in Wigan is it
1: so they're actually separated from the gym now they're just an online program now oh, and they have somewhere around 500 athletes all around Europe um, a bunch of which were recently in the CrossFit semi-finals and almost qualified to the Games. I think one of their teams might have qualified to the Games, yeah. which is uh, quite a big deal.
0: Yeah, so with that in mind, if you're a member of Unit 4, you have the person who programs for some of the best athletes in Europe, programming for you too. There, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so yeah, let's, um, do you know what? We're, we'll we have kind of skipped ahead a little bit what I wanted to talk about as well is like our new onboarding process which has been going really really well so um we have since since like lockdown has ended we've had a massive influx of new members and we've changed the process through which we introduce people to the gym and it was a brand new process Chris it was Chrissy's Uh, came from his brain and we've been trying it and it has been so successful um how, how we used to bring new members in was we would um they would come in for a free trial session so they'd try it a session of CrossFit um and then based on that session they decide whether they'd want to join or not and I think a lot of CrossFit gyms do that and it wasn't really that successful for us or for the person because first of all it's really it's quite intimidating and overwhelming um it would depend on what session they would come to so they could be doing something that's maybe a bit simple or they could be doing um full snatch and toast the bar or something like that and it's just and it would be not successful for them because that's like really challenging not successful for us because we'd have to like Teach them it as well as coach like 14 other people um so we what we're doing now um do you want to just explain it because you probably would so much better than me but um yeah tell us what we're doing now
1: yeah sure so the free taster session has been replaced with a free consultation so they come in first thing they do when they walk in is go through our mobility assessment and then we feed that information and that leads us to a number of personal training sessions that they'll do before they start class. So if someone comes in and they've got great mobility, they've not had any injuries, they've done a bunch of this kind of training before, and they're really confident, then they might only do a couple of sessions. Um, but we've also had people come through and do a, a good few weeks of personal training before joining class. And it means that when they come into class, they know all, what all the words mean, they know all the movements are. They might not be perfect at all the movements, especially things like snatches, cleans and clean jerks, toes to bar but they at least know what they are and they're like confident when they come in like oh okay yeah cool i've done a snatch before and i worked with nikki for two sessions on the snatch um and from what i've heard people have been a lot more confident coming in a lot more like part of the gym already and it's not as scary coming into class Mm
0: -hmm. yeah because they have already been to the gym for several hours they've um they tend to Take place like they can take place like outside of class times but they can take place during class times so they do yeah. get like to soak up that atmosphere they get to know the coach really well because it is essentially like personal well it's personal training it's personal training yeah it's mm-hmm. personal training Um, I've done nowhere near as many onboarding sessions as you have like Chris is doing a lot a lot, <laughs>
1: sure a, lot.
0: Doing a lot of them um, and yeah. I've done like I have done one person and it was really fun and I really enjoyed it and she wanted to keep going with the PT sessions I was like no you got you gotta get into the gym now Um, and that's what people are finding like um I was chatting to Melanie who's a new member and she's done CrossFit before but um she did the onboarding sessions with you and she really enjoyed it because while she'd done certain technical movements before it allowed her to um, hone in on the technique like you were able to be like right let's work on this thing specifically and it made her feel like really confident especially after taking off like a, a good bit of time since she'd done CrossFit last yeah. and then there's also someone like Georgia who hasn't done CrossFit before but had done a lot of like strength moves hadn't she Um yeah and like she really enjoyed her onboarding sessions as well and um, PB'd a couple of our lifts didn't she
1: (laughs) she uh so she had done crossfit for a few months I think end of last year just like in between the two lockdowns but it was like a pretty brief stint so we kind of just reviewed all the, the more complex moves and yeah she PB'd her clean and got her first set of double unders and I think there was something else in there as well she did uh it was it was fun it was fun to go through that
0: did you not like lift insanely heavy as well? What did she? I think she
1: cleaned like seventy. I want to say, I mean, it's 67, 70, somewhere around there. It was, I think, like either equal their PB or like PB by two kilos or something like that. It was, it was pretty
0: good. That that's and she's not even stepped in the. She yeah, hadn't even started class, class yeah. yet. At that point. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Um. So yeah, these sessions are going really, really well. Um. And we've got you doing them, Nikki and Bobby. Um, and Nikki's really enjoying them as well. And Nikki is hopefully going to have more space for more. And another thing that Nikki does is personal training. So if there's anyone that's a member and wants to work on anything specifically, same with Chris and same with Bobby, um I'm a bit tied up at the moment. But in, <laughs> in <laughs> yeah, few, you're,
1: you're kind of busy just now, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I might have a baby in a few days. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, that is absolutely something that Nikki and Chris and Bobby can do for you as well. So yeah, that's our onboarding session. So let's move on to chatting about our programming. So, um, as I said, Chris does all the programming for unit four, but previous to this, um, before you, when did you start doing the programming? It was like Paul, Paul that did it before then.
1: Yeah. Paul. And when I started working back at the gym about October of 2019, to help Paul out and just give him a little bit more spare time. I think it's just when he was maybe starting his new job. I can't really remember timeline. Uh, we started doing it together. We would go and grab coffee once a week and sit and write the following week's program. And then during lockdown, it kind of just transitioned. Just I didn't have much to do. So like, just mm-hmm. to take another thing off of Paul's plate, I was like, Look, let, me just, let me just take over here and give you some more time to do other more important jobs. Um, yeah. So just took over at that point.
0: Yeah and um, so yeah Paul's been, Paul was programming for years and then you started programming and um, you programmed all through lockdown as well which to me is so amazing because you programmed well a year's worth of body weight essentially (laughs) workouts. I know some people had dumbbells but some people didn't and yeah that's hard. That must have been so hard and now now you're programming for us coming out of lockdown. How how long has it been now since since we've come out? I think out? we're on
1: week number nine or ten just
0: now. Right. Okay. So we're getting to the end of like we're we've yeah
1: we're we're in week actually we're in week eight going into week nine next week. All
0: right. So we're finished two months. So actually not yeah. really that long. So you're also no. programming for us like rebuilding strength and rebuilding skills and things like that yeah. so um it's not like you have like a cookie cutter program that you just have for no. crossfit like you're always adapting it or like writing it based on like what's going on in our lives and what what's yeah. that so um yeah so where do you want to start because you've got like a list of like where do you want to start
1: um, I think it's helpful to start from like what CrossFit and what CrossFit's idea of fitness is, so we can then relate that back to why we program the way we do. Cool. So CrossFit for anyone that's never really looked into it beyond what we do in class is constantly varied functional movements at high intensity. So constantly varied means you should be changing what you're doing all the time. You shouldn't be sticking to Monday, you always do your bench press. Tuesday is power cleans, whatever, that, that's not varied. Um, functional movements, doing big compound movements like cleans, squats, deadlifts, pull-ups, where you're using lots of muscles at the same time as opposed to things like bicep curls where all you're using is your bicep, or leg extensions, all you're using is your quads. Uh, you can do a lot more work in a lot less time by using lots more muscles at the same time. And then high intensity, if anyone has done the class yet today with the uh, 10 rounds of three power snatches, three burpees over the bar.
0: What's that called? You know, again? It, I forgotten the name.
1: It begins with an I and I can't remember, like Ingrid or something like that.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. I can't that, remember. I cannot wait to do that workout. Like there's no point in me doing it now because I can't snatch. Yeah. And I can't you pain.
1: can't go that. Yeah. You can't do that. That intensity like right now no. either. But
0: That is like the most intense workout we've probably done in a while.
1: Yeah, it's um, like the goal time was like three to five minutes and pretty much everyone was hitting that perfectly. And yeah, that is like the highest of high intensities really um, beyond doing something like a hundred meter sprint. Like that's about as fast as you're going to go at any time. Um, that intensity is going to be relative to everyone as well. Like my high intensity is going to be different to yours is just now. And what yours is in three months is going to be different to what it is just now um so that's how we accommodate everybody in class it's not like everyone has to do exactly the same thing and not everyone's going to feel exactly the same um so these super high intensity ones don't come up as often as we would do something that's like 10 to 15 minutes where you can just kind of pace things out a little bit more so the next part is then like what fitness is and like what we're actually trying to work towards because everyone kind of has a different idea of what that is um, and you can just kind of easily from a, having a conversation with someone work out like what they're like why they're here um, so our idea of what fitness is is work capacity basically what you can accomplish like what things you can do across broad time and modal domains. so what that means is that you should be able to do things that are really short something in the middle and then really long um, obviously like we've we've got an hour-long class so like the longest thing you can do is like probably 45 minutes just like due to time constraints but in theory you should be able to go and like prep and do a marathon if you want to or like do something like an iron man or something that's a little bit longer but we just can't do that in class um you should be able to use different pieces of equipment use different movements different rep schemes like you should be just as good at doing 21 of thrusters and burpees as you are at doing 10 rounds of 10 deadlifts and 10 push-ups like, you should be good at all of these different things. Um, and the constantly varied part of CrossFit is what helps us become good at all of these different things all at once. Did I ex- explain that
0: no, as well you, as I think I did yeah, in my head? Was, I have heard that um, that definition of fitness so many times. And I was like, I was actually thinking about it the other day. I was like, how did someone come up with that in their brain? Oh, it was Greg Glassman, wasn't it? I was yeah. like, that is, I mean, it doesn't you actually have to explain it to understand it, which I don't yeah. think makes it like a catchy enough definition. Yeah, yeah.
1: It.
0: Right, okay, sorry. Um, yeah, you, you explained that really, really well okay. and now I understand okay. it. <laughs> Good,
1: perfect. <laughs> Every day is a school day.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um, if your idea of fitness is being able to lift really heavy weights and do nothing else, then... Maybe it just doesn't line up with exactly how we write our program. But if you just want to look good, feel good and be able to do everything in your life without having to worry about not being able to be fit enough to walk up a hill or whatever it is you want to do in your spare time, then the classes should be appropriate for that.
0: Mm -hmm. So Um, the thing is with with CrossFit gyms and and like most CrossFit gyms will have someone within the gym programming for them so that makes it really difficult to actually stick to crossfit's definition of fitness because if you look at um crossfit.com their programming that again would be very different from what what we program how we program so what what would be the difference between like so how would you describe the crossfit.com programming
1: I actually disagree with you. I think we program very, very similarly. I think in terms of like stylistically, it's slightly different. They're not as worried about people thinking that they're super fun and it fits into a class really well because they're not running classes. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, they have an endless list of equipment possibilities. So like, and logistics don't matter at all because it's you just rewrite the workout for yourself. um, So they can do stuff like, 5k swim and like all right well we can't do that in the gym what we can do then is change that okay okay today guys we're gonna do 20 minutes max cals on the machines and like you're getting the same feeling you're just not getting to swim that day and apart from like building a pool in the gym which is not gonna happen if anyone starts asking for it um you're getting the same like physical response without having to go and do the specific thing Mm -hmm. does that make sense
0: yeah um have you ever followed crossfit.com programming
1: yes um, the last gym that i worked in people were saying that crossfit.com programming sucked so i secretly put in two months of it without telling them and then asked for feedback um so i went back like to like 2005 or something like that and put in really old workouts for like two whole months had to modify some stuff like there was stuff we couldn't do there was stuff that we just didn't have time for in class and we did two whole months of it. And at the end of those two months, people were like, this programming is amazing. What did you, what did you change? And I was like, it's, it's CrossFit.com.
0: <laughs> that is amazing. Do you know, when I did my level one, I remember they said, like, everyone, I can't remember how long, but everyone should follow the CrossFit.com programming for 30 days. Yeah. Um, and it's,
1: like, I've gone in back and, like, reviewed it and done stuff, like, looking at how often they lift heavy or how often they do, like, a long workout, and that's kind of how I've built the framework that I use just now for our programming. But we just stick to a couple of different things because we have other areas we also pull from. Um, mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I've done a lot of the work with Active Life and work with injuries a lot. So we do a lot more work on strength imbalances and additional accessory work to kind of work on those things. Whereas CrossFit.com is very general for the general person to just do the workout and get out of the gym again
0: yeah like if you look at um today's workout practice slips for 20 minutes what's slips
1: slips is uh scales so we've done like front scales and back scales before so if you stand like on one leg and lift your leg up in front of you like 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 a one leg standing l sit that's like the best um that's a front scale and then a back scale is doing like a single leg rdl with no weight right does that make sense um L like, is L sits, I right. is inversions, so that's handstands, P is Planks, and then S is oh, what is it? Stretching.
0: Oh, that's a, that's brilliant. So you've got it so
1: actually much- makes a really fun class. Like oh, I we we mm-hmm. ran the class in, in Greenock where where I used to work, a couple of times we did slips as our class for the day. And it was like a kind of like a gymnastic skill day almost like the way we do thursdays but really like stretched out into a full hour so we did like five minutes of these scales as like a warm-up then we did some l-sits and just went through some fun different progressions and different variations so some people were like sitting on the floor just trying to lift their feet up whereas the people were like up on the rings trying to do l-sits on the rings and like good to do different fun challenging things um, then we spent 15 minutes working on handstands and then did all these different fun plank variations in like a long EMOM where they did like single arm plank, side plank, like weird, like different stuff we would never really do in class. And then finished off with like 10 minutes of stretching and cooling down at the end. It was actually, as much as it didn't look like a hard workout, people were like super sweaty at the end. And they had like this whole hour of just like getting to have fun, which was actually really nice.
0: Hmm. So yeah, the workout today for CrossFit.com is practice slips for 20 minutes and then deadlifts 533111 so yeah like it's very similar to what we do yeah um and so another thing that i was going to ask you is like what are the different ways in which you can program crossfit
1: so if you're sticking to like traditional crossfit.com style like what we do is pretty much how it how it is Mm -hmm. um there is a way called strength biased programming which Biases towards strength. Um, if you look at CrossFit, um, we didn't quite touch on this, but one of the definitions of of uh, CrossFit is these ten physical skills, one of which is strength. So it's like ten percent of what CrossFit is. So this strength bias puts like almost fifty percent of your effort towards strength, which is obviously very biased. Um, so you would do maybe like a lift and then a metcon every single day. Um, mm-hmm. The reason we don't do that is you can't really put a hundred percent of effort into two things. So if you're trying to do like a one rep max deadlift and then do some crazy workout, like today, like today's power snatch and burpee one, like you're maybe not, uh, consciously, but subconsciously, you might just like pull back a little bit, like take five kilos off of what you could potentially deadlift or go 20% slower in the workout to compensate for the extra effort you're having to put in elsewhere so you're kind of compromising the high intensity aspect of what crossfit is supposed to be
0: right um i'm just looking up the 10 fitness domains in case i can tell you them if you want no i've I've got them here um cardiovascular and respiratory endurance stamina strength flexibility power speed coordination agility balance and accuracy
1: accuracy yeah yeah So there's lots of different aspects and that the you're not going to work on every single aspect every single day but there's Mm -hmm. lots of aspects that play a really small part in every single session like Mm -hmm. accuracy is a really good one you might just think it's like when you're doing wall balls you need to hit the target like that's a really easy example but also when you're really really tired and you try and do a power snatch you have to have the accuracy to be able to do it correctly like you need to get the bar to the right place you need to move at the right speed And if you're not accurate with those things, that's when you start messing up your technique.
0: Right. Okay. Um, Okay, so uh, what are other ways in which CrossFit gyms might program?
1: So you can also, so this kind of comes into the the strength biased um, one a little bit and go through like lifting cycles. So you might spend 12 weeks working on the back squat. And we've done this in the past and you know what? It's great for getting better at that movement but there's only so many movements you can choose at once. Like we've only got five days in a week. You can't maximize every single lift every single day you come in. So you have to kind of pick and choose which moves you want. So say like for the next three months, we're just going to work on back squats and push presses. And everyone's going to get amazing at back squats and push presses, but we haven't deadlifted for 12 months heavy. And that means that your deadlift's gone down. And then when you switch, like, yep, you PR your back squat, but then when you switch to deadlifts and another movement strict pull-ups your push press and your back squat go down 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 back below what they were before and although your deadlift goes up you're just having these big waves up and down all the time whereas the approach that we currently take and it's probably hard for people to see the benefits now because we're quite early on is what we're doing is every Thursday if anyone's not noticed we're lifting heavy and at the start it wasn't relatively that heavy because we were trying to ease back in but now we're kind of at the point where we're maxing things out properly mm-hmm. um and every week the lift changes so this week we are front squatting last week we snatched i think the week before we did push press. and you're hitting like a somewhat of a max lift in there in some rep range um so you're going to do a squat variation a pulling variation was going to be like a deadlift clean snatch something like that And then an overhead press or once we can potentially use the benches again we could do like a bench press or a floor press but we need to be able to share equipment so logistically we can't do that just now um you're going to keep cycling through those different types of movements until you've done all of the movements of that type so like we've done for the squats we've done a front rack step up we've done a front squat we've got an overhead squat coming up um right now we can't really back squat because again logistics um in a perfect world we would but we can't just now So the next time it comes around that you're going to do a squat again, you might do a different rep range, but you can compare that and see how much you improved on the last time. So say we did like seven reps on the front squat this week. In a few months time, we might do five reps. And let's say you get 40 kilos for your seven, but then you get like 60 kilos for your five. That's a clear improvement, even though the reps are different, that you've improved on that lift. Or you might even find that we do 10 the next time and you get more than you did for the seven um so although the progress seems really really slow you're improving everything all at once just a little bit yeah and like I think not everyone has this um this way of thinking but I think our ideology is that we want people to be with us for a really long time and to be pursuing their fitness for as long as they physically can so if you can just improve everything a little tiny bit all the time in 10 years, you're gonna be so much better than you are just now, as opposed to like big sweeping jumps up and down forever, like trying to go up and down up in this wave where it's probably really frustrating. And I've not really been able to follow those cycles before. It just frustrates me too much. I like working on everything all at once, but gaining a lot of weight in a lift and then losing it again. Like, I mean, you know what? That's exactly what I feel like just now. Like before the first lockdown, I just PR'd like my clean, my deadlift, my squat, Having worked with a coach for a little while, and I'm nowhere near what I could lift then. So, just have that feeling all the time, but just for a different lift, and that's what it's like going through those lifting cycles.
0: Yeah, I totally, totally agree with you. And I have been a member of a gym that loved strength cycles like that, and I can remember one in particular where it was like a 20 rep max back squat, and we would we did it for weeks and weeks and weeks right and as you can imagine 20 rep max is not miserable. nice the
1: worst one it's the worst. the worst one
0: and you don't come away from doing a 20 rep max squat feeling good about yourself no are no. you you didn't do very well Um yeah. probably really sore because by the by like about three quarters of the way through you're in a lot of pain and also you're totally domed up and the thing is with that sort of program as well um like I'm I'm in the gym a lot uh but like there was one week where I missed it because like yeah. I, I don't know, something came up with work and I couldn't make that session and it totally threw me off and I felt like I was yeah. having to catch up and then oh, having to catch up with the 20 rep max back squat as well
1: um, no. and I
0: imagine <laughs> no, that that Made you didn't necessarily make give you like a stronger one rep max, it just made you really good at Sporting, right?
1: max. yeah, and
0: yeah, and such a specific, yeah.
1: Of- I think like there's a very big difference between wanting to be a fit, healthy, good looking person, which like the average people just want, like they just want to look good and feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and other people have really specific goals, and you have to get a lot more specific with that. Um, but you'd like when in your life have you had something that's relied on your 20 rep max back squat? Never. <laughs> exactly. Well, in like, that,
0: e- that, that, that program.
1: <laughs> in that program. Yeah. So even like, even your one rep max or your five rep max or how much you can snatch, like mm-hmm. at no point in your life, unless you are a competitive crossfitter, mm-hmm. which isn't really the majority of the people that come to the gym, um i'd say if anything it's a really really small percentage um of people that want to be like that nothing is ever going to matter about how much you can do for any of these lifts your life will be much better if you can do more like if you can deadlift your body weight when you go and ski you're probably going to have an easier time of your ski trip like if you're stronger you're going to be a bit more capable but they're not going to not let you on the ski lift because you can't deadlift 100 kilos Yeah it just it does not matter as much as you think it does
0: yeah you're totally right and um I mean lots of people have goals that's cool that's fair enough yeah great and you're allowed to have a goal um and it might be something really specific like I want to improve my one rep max back squat I want to be able to get toasted by I want to be able to do a handstand push-up but unfortunately we can't program for your specific goal yeah. when we're programming for for the gym as a whole discussed yeah. so all those yeah. like um like the the sort of general fitness those things that mm-hmm. we've discussed um and that's when something like um what i wanted to discuss was competitor programming so mm-hmm. we have actually um in pa- in the past we have had competitive programming so what that is is that um there was people that came came forward for us were like we want to take crossfit to the next level we want to we want to now compete in the sport of crossfit so um we did we did like extra sessions for that um and we don't do it anymore and let's discuss why we don't do it anymore
1: yeah. Uh, well, actually the first day I ever came to unit four was day number one of the competitor program.
0: Okay. and
1: I joined the competitor program the next day because I was oh such because you were so at the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And
1: I was in the corner snatching 25 kilos with a bunch of girls around me snatching two times as much. Nice. <laughs> it was like and to be honest like I I had fun like I, I made friends and stuff. But I don't think I made as many friends or had as much fun as I would have in a regular class. Agreed. Because, I mean, I don't know how many members we have that have gone gone through that in the past, but we did a lot of work. Like, we did a lot of stuff in a class. We had a big, long list of things to get through. And to be honest, the effort was low throughout because we couldn't maximize any piece of it. We would get to the workout at the same time as the regular class. And, like, most of us would get beat by the regular class people because... All they and were doing fresh. was that one part. Yeah, yeah exactly. They were fresh, they were, they were feeling good. Um, yeah. We did some more lifting. Like we got better at skills because we practiced them a little bit more, but probably not proportionally better with, with how much we did them. Like if we had just put our all into it in class, like you probably would make quicker gains just by putting the effort in. Um, and I didn't make any friends out of the new, or out of the regular class people. And it wasn't because we thought that we were better than them. Mm. It's because I did not have time to stand and chat to someone because I better get my lifts in before the wad starts. Yep. And it's yeah. and looking back, it kind of sucked.
0: It totally did suck. Um, and that's why we don't do it anymore. Uh, yeah. And also, like, in terms of the thing is with competitor programming as well, like, yeah, again, it, it, it needs to be specific to the person. So we yeah. were just doing like sort of generic, like you. Oh, we want to take part in competitions, right? Let's, yeah. Let's let's do stuff. Um, and I, I, if if you were training for a competition, you would maybe know the events, you would know your weaknesses, mm-hmm. you would know, um, like what was coming up, and you would have a coach that was working specifically with you, and not be like, or or with you as a team. Like, say you had a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of... You'd have a coach working on you as a team. Um, so we don't offer it to the gym or we don't like program, competitor programming classes. However, if that's something that you want, we have someone who programs for JST. We have Chris right here. Um, so speak to Chris, message him and he can like work on specific skills for you or like not necessarily even specific skills like specific types of fitness strength whatever um and then that takes us to the next another thing that we used to do we used to do specific gymnastic and weightlifting classes um and that was like on top of the timetable so or it it took away from the timetable so for example like um, we would have like four o'clock ward, five o'clock ward, six o'clock weightlifting, seven o'clock. Yeah. So um, if like the only time that a member could make the gym, and they wanted to take part in a crossfit class was seven o'clock, they couldn't because there was a weightlifting class on. Um, yeah. So that was that was one of the things that uh, wasn't great about it. Um, and we have now replaced. We do have four hours of open gym. So if you wanted to come in and work on weightlifting or gymnastics or any other particular thing, you're more than welcome to do that. So why do we not do weightlifting in gymnastics sessions anymore?
1: Um, So, yeah, totally what you said there, it totally takes away from the timetable. Like when we had 20 people caps on the classes, it was less of an issue because there's more spaces in the other classes. But as we get busier, as we get more members, there's going to come to a point where if we take away an entire class in a day the other classes are going to probably be strained a little bit so Mm -hmm. we don't want people not being able to come at all like oh i tried to book in but there was only weightlifting, and every other class was full then that's totally taking away from that person's experience so we don't do it mainly because of that i'd say and then secondly we put a lot of work technically into the workouts So like today we spent like a good 10 minutes or so on the snatch last week in the heavy day, even longer. Um, So we feel that if your goal is general fitness, then you don't really need much more, to be honest. Um, Same with the gymnastics. Obviously we've been kind of building back up and again, logistically, it's a little bit harder just now with having to clean things down, but we're starting to put more skills into the workouts. Like today we've got some work on the, on the low rings, doing some ring planks ring press-ups other fun stuff like that at the end of the workout so you're getting your gymnastics hit right there and then like next week we've got some bar muscle-ups coming back in um it'll probably be a little while before we get ring muscle-ups because we've only got the five sets of rings up there um but we're like building back up on those we've done toaster bar and pull ups a few times now and it's just trying to fit them in without kind of ruining the workout because you have to be able to move out of the way of the person that's going in there and not having to share equipment obviously so it's uh it's definitely more of a challenge just now programming it but we will do more of that as we get as like the restrictions and stuff ease off even more we can start to to make that a little bit easier and we get more of that stuff into the classes and again open gym is there and it doesn't matter if you want to do weightlifting gymnastics if you want to do extra cardio work like whatever you want to do that is your class for that that's it that's exactly you can make it whatever you want it to be
0: yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, is there anything else about programming that you wanted to cover? Because I think we've gotten really in depth with that.
1: Um, so I could, the one thing I thought we, would be helpful is just like the, the rules that we stick to and they're, they're not like hard and fast rules on, on how we program, but it's more just like guidelines I use to make sure it's really varied as we go through. Um, so this one, the first one should be really obvious. We do one heavy day per week and that's on a Thursday um after reviewing like months and months of crossfit.com programming it came out at about one lift every five or six days of training which is about what we have um we've got five 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 kind of regular days plus a Saturday of training in each week and one of those days is heavy um the Saturdays is like a bit of an exception to standard CrossFit programming like normally you wouldn't have the same day every week, we are always doing that longer workout. So we kind of just treat it as like it's its own kind of thing. It's just fun. It's simple stuff. You come in, enjoy yourself. You're usually working in pairs, and just get on with your weekend. Like come in, and have fun, and then get back out again. Uh, so we don't really keep that within the normal the normal rules really. Um, but then the other days during the week is normally like three or four days. If you take out the heavy one, that you're going to pick between one fast workout which is normally every two weeks so we did this one today two weeks ago we did something else that was fast what was it oh no i can't remember oh it was the uh the clean and jerks and the sprints um that was that was bad um So like every two weeks we're doing one of those and then every other two weeks. So like the weeks in between, we're doing something that's long and we would consider anything over 20 minutes to be a long workout. So like last week we did the 30 minute AMRAP of the calories running and the thrusters. Uh, And then next week we've got a nice, a nice one coming up. I won't, I won't get any spoilers for anyone that's excited for for a long workout next week. Um, But it's pretty high rep. It'll be a little bit slower pace. You're going to have to take more rest, but that's, the name of the game when it's a longer workout you're not going to be going all out the whole time Mm -hmm. um and then everything in between that is somewhere between like eight and 20 minutes so like basically middle of the road really varied in there mostly doing two or three movements in each workout is like probably the average and just keeping it nice and varied like we talked about before
0: brilliant basically
1: yeah simple as that
0: that is like you've got it down to a science don't you (laughs)
1: it's uh it's much easier when you have these little rules to stick to it makes it not you don't have to like do a big review of the program because you know you've got your fast one in every two weeks you know you've got your long one in and all the other ones are just really traditional um middle of the road time with really varied movements and rep schemes and all that kind of
0: stuff Mm -hmm. yeah I think it's wonderful and I love the programming I think you do an amazing job and we're very 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 lucky to have you
1: Thank you
0: very well, much, Sona. Um, so I hope that's answered any questions that people have about programming and how we approach it and how we do it. And I think ultimately, um, like we just want you to be strong, fit, healthy, and well, we don't want you to look good, but I know you want to look. We, we only
1: we only we only accept new members now. That's good part goal. of the onboarding process.
0: Yeah, new, <laughs> good looking
1: good. members only.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like that is a totally legit goal. Um, yeah. For people, there's nothing
1: wrong with that goal really. at
0: all. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, we 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 program for that. And if there's anything else that you want to program or want sorry want to work on, then you have access to all these brains. My brain, Paul's brain, Chrissy's, Nicky's. Next, Bobbies, all these brains who have trained and coached thousands of people collectively over the years. So um don't be shy. Speak to us, and we are more than happy to help. Um if you want to get better at anything. And yeah, I hope that helped uh, give you an insight. And also, like for people that are listening that maybe aren't members maybe are interested in crossfit that's just an insight into how we run our gym as well so is there anything else that you'd like to add chris
1: uh no i think we've i think we've covered it all if there was a uh, one podcast there in the world that's explained crossfit programming then we uh, we did it we nailed it
0: yeah yeah and also just um thinking back to like i think it was the first podcast we recorded together um for Unifor and it was talking about like how we are coming back after lockdown yeah, yeah. like I can't believe I thought we were further than that we're only two months down so Crazy, isn't it? we were talking about I think you put like a date or like a, a number on it you, you, like back to full capacity of like
1: I think it was within a few months I can't remember the exact number I, um, think,
0: it was like I think we must be getting 10, 12 weeks
1: something like that so like we're yeah. starting to see more heavier workouts we're starting to see like we've kind of taken the cap off of the lifts on the thursday now so there's no like stated like don't go above this kind of weight no. um and like the barbell cycling workouts are getting a little bit heavier here and there like the clean and jerks Yes, yesterday some people were, were going to be bit heavier if they're a bit more confident and yeah more skills coming up like the muscle ups and stuff like that that people get to work on in class which will be great mm-hmm
0: fabulous and there'll be lots more exciting things as well coming up um after i've had my baby (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) yeah we'll let you get that job out of the way first
0: thanks Thanks. right well thank you chris um you enjoy the rest of your day and i'll speak to you later Bye.